All right, boys and girls, hunting season is right around the corner. We thank you for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. We've only got a couple more days in August left, and then it is on to the best time of the year. Hunting season is so close. We've almost made it. We appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. Don't forget that we've got a giveaway going on. Uh, it's going to be two days out here for four people, and we got sponsors that are chipping in a whole bunch of goodies for uh, – our loyal listeners. The way that you enter, are, uh, you can leave a review on iTunes, or you can share our podcast on social media, Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can screenshot that you're listening, post it up, tag us. Uh, you can share clips from our Facebook page. Basically, anything that's got to do with the podcast, if you share it, tag us. Um, we will put your name in the hat. You can enter as many times as you want. So... The more you share, the more enter entries you have, and uh, we'll pick a winner on September 6th. This podcast is brought to you by the one and only Pacific Calls. The boys up there have got it going on. They've got the PCD, which I believe is the best duck call, out on the market right now. The single read is a screamer and uh, never gets old. They're also redesigning the 206, making it a little bit more user-friendly, and it's not going to sacrifice anything. It still has that great sound, and if you're a big boy hunter, uh, the 509 would be my recommendation to you. You can check them out at PacificCustomCalls.com, and you can use the promo code BHP25, saves you 25% off at checkout. This podcast is also brought to you by Shin Gear Waiters. Listen. They've got a promise to you that they will stand behind their waders as long as you stand in them. It is made out of durable nylon. They're not doing this polyester or anything like that. They're making a, a waiter that can take a beating. And if something happens and you do spring a leak, you can send it back to them and they'll get it right back to you in a timely manner. So check them out, shingear.com, and uh, you can... Get your waiters ordered and get them over to your house before the season starts. And like I said, with that kind of guarantee, why wouldn't you buy it? Shingear.com. We're also brought to you by the one and only Dive Bomb Industries, the best silhouette on the market that you can buy, bar none, divebombindustries.com. And they're so much more than just a decoy company. They got bags out. They've got clothes out, jackets. Uh, floaters are in the are in the uh, mix now. They've got teal floaters, mallard floaters, goose floaters. You name it. Dive bomb is becoming a one stop shop for your decoy needs. But they're still the biggest decoy maker on the planet. Um, they've got everything that you're going to need from snows to Canada's to specs. And I always say, get the flocked head. Spend a little bit extra. It adds that contrast out in your spread, and uh, you know. You won't regret it. So check them out at divebombindustries.com and get skinny for 2021. Also, we're brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Bismuth is back in style. All it takes is one. It hits like a freight train, and it's all made in America. Now, listen, because Joe Biden and COVID and all this other bullshit, shotgun shells are going to get scarce at the end of the year. You're hearing it now. Get your shotgun shells ordered for this hunting season because if you wait until the last minute, there might not be a lot to pick from. So go to BossShotShells.com right now and get what you're going to need. Don't get more than what you're going to need, but get about what you think that you're going to need. Uh, because powder's getting hard to find. The holes are getting hard to find. Do not wait until the last minute to get shotgun shells because you're going to be shit out of luck. So go check them out at BossShotShells.com. 
that's not even close to being far. You're not even. I don't even know the word. You can't reiterate enough how I'm, bad if I'm you want not, shells. Uh, what is it? Panic? No, not create at all. trying to create panic. No, if you're if you're going to waterfowl hunt this year, you better buy your guns. You should you should have bought your ammo yesterday. It's that dire. I've seen so many people put places they can't find stuff, and I've noticed a lot of people are talking about they're having to buy twenty gauges. Right. There's no so. twelve gauges almost anymore. So if you want shells, you better buy them now. Don't wait till the last minute. And if you're going snow goose hunting in <laughs> February and March, you better learn how to shoot a wiffle bow or something. <laughs> Bossshotshells.com. Also, we're brought to you by Lucky Duck. Spinners, if you're going to field hunt, we've always been a big proponent of using spinners out in the field. Uh, they've got a big boy dog crate out there. So if you've got a plus-size dog like my boy Lou, they got a kennel for you. It is five-star crash test rated. Put them back there. Strap them down. You're not going to have to worry about Fido whenever you're going 70 down the highway. Um, spinners are top-notch. They're waterproof. So if you have an uh-oh on a, on a body of water, pick it up, shake it off, get it going again, dry it out, and... You'll be set and ready to go. Check them out at LuckyDuck.com and, um, you know, get whatever you're going to need. Also, they got the best A-frame that's on the market, the 2 by 4 four-grown men, packs up nice and neat, and uh, you don't have to fuck around anymore. Brush it once and be done with it. And put your dog in that crate. Yes, put them in there. LuckyDuck.com. Also, we're brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it ain't the duck. That's how I start my morning every day out here at the Big Honker Lodge. And if you walk through our breakfast line, that is how you're going to start your morning, too. Uh, Dirty Duck, they're made here, right here in Texas. Uh, they're introducing new blends to the lineup almost monthly. They've got a Missouri Boat Ride blend that is very, very delicious. They've got the high velocity, which I like because really gets my engine roaring. Uh, Dirty Duck coffee, and uh, you can taste the difference. So no more shitty coffee early in the morning. Go get Dirty Duck and uh, just be done with it. DirtyDuck.com. We're also brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. Take care of your four-legged friend. They've got a field trauma kit. If you're going out into the field this year, you need to get the field trauma kit. Put it in your bag. Get another one for your pickup. You never know when tragedy is going to strike, and you need to be prepared. So get the field trauma kit from Gundog Outdoors. They've also got, uh, listen, Lou, he's not, the, he's not the most polished dog in the world. He likes to go when the guns go off. So I put the quick-release system on him. That way, he is right where I think he's going to be at all times when I'm ready to send him. Pull the little chain, quick release, lets him go out, do what he needs to do. Uh, they, they're, they've got new bumpers out, so if you're in the middle of training your dog, their bumpers are very nice, have a soft feel, not going to hurt your dog's, not going to hurt your dog's teeth if he comes barreling in and whacks the bumper. So, Gun Dog Outdoors has got it going on, and they've got everything that you're going to need for your four-legged hunting buddy. Also, we're brought to you by the boys over at the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. Logan Pyatt, Jeff's twin brother, right? Well, identical twin. Identical twin. We don't act the same, but we look the same. Mr. Juicy himself and Rebel, y'all put enough pressure on them. You can uh, donate to their Patreon site, and you can get uh, their their bourbon review, and uh, you can hear all the debauchery going on. Lots of debauchery. Lots of debauchery. Hopefully some of that debauchery comes out here opening weekend of Dove season. I hope so. He says, he says he's going to try to make it happen. But uh, to listen to those guys, you donate to their Patreon site. I think it's five or six bucks a month, and uh, you get their entire uh, podcast history. So I highly recommend you checking that out if you're red-blooded, bourbon-drinking American. Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. Home of the illustrious potate, the uh, honorable Fezware Shriner himself, Logan <laughs> Pyatt. Uh, we're also brought to you by Goose Creek Retrievers. Matt Peel. 
Uh, listen, he's a world-class dog trainer. No problem, too big or too small. You can send your pup up to them, and uh, they'll do the dirty work for you. They'll actually housebreak that little bastard. So my hat's off to him for that. And uh, I tell you what, he's on a circuit right now. He's going to all the field trials, the the hunt and try, hunt tests, and he's just he's raking it up right now. I don't know how he does it. There's no telling how many miles he's put on his pickup, but uh, he's got it going on. He's all of his hard work is is paying off. So if you want to pick his brain, you can follow you can follow them on Instagram, Goose Creek Retrievers. Uh, he's one of the best dog trainers that's out there right now. I mean, it's not even close. You just look at the body of work that he has; it's impressive. That's at Goose Creek Retrievers. Also, we're brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. Mr. Brandon Bing has made a delicious whiskey that I have enjoyed all summer long. I make my whiskey sours out of it. Check them out if they're at your uh, local liquor store, Bangtail Whiskey. It is a, it's a very good whiskey, and I cannot recommend it enough. So go check them out, bangtailwhiskey.com. We're also brought to you by Eyesight Drone Service. There's no problem too big or too small for eyesight drone service they send a drone up in the air they can survey your land if you've got uh, a teal hole or anything like that you want to know how much water it's holding or you know any of that good stuff contact the guys over at eyesight drone service and they can give you an accurate uh, representation of your land in today's world it's the most important thing you can do I mean, they can do anything you need to do. They can fly over your cattle. They can do a game check for you. They can check your property to see if you've got any kind of oil field damage, uh, storm control, anything. Drones are the way to go. It makes life so much simpler. Contact the guys at Eyesight Drones. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. We've got any weekends, or is it all weekdays at this point? What on? Just anything. I've got... Are we talking about dove hunting? Anything. I've got some dove hunting in October open. I've got some waterfowl hunts. I've got waterfowl hunts all three months of open. Not tons of days, but I do have days I can work in. If you got small groups, I can get you in because we've combined them with some other small groups. If you got some big corporate stuff, I still have room available. So the, the COVID, we've lost some customers with COVID. I've had some openings on our calendar come up. It's going to happen. And it's going to happen everywhere, and everybody's going through it. If you got a last-minute deal, you're sitting there and you're saying, hey, we want to try to go hunt next weekend. Call Fat Jeff and see if he can get you in because I bet you I'll try. I'll try my best if we got anything open. 940-658-3172. Or you can email goose at westtex.net. Thank you for listening. All right, boys and girls, this episode of the podcast, it is just Jeff and I, and we are talking shit to one another. So we hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Sweet cherry Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by Lucky Duck. I am locally known Jeff Stanfield with the world-famous Andy Shaver. How are you doing? Excellent. Excellent. Andy's fixing to go to prison, everybody. Never know. You never know, Jeff. You committed a felony. Yeah. It could happen. Um, the things we talk about off-air, Andy's worried about going to prison, so I had to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he's not in big trouble. You know, prison sex, what does that say? 
Sex in jail is a crime. <laughs> yep. Well, that's what you get for trying to be a bully to people. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple things I want to talk about today. First of all, did you see that they have warthogs in Texas now? Mm-mm. Down in uh, Somewhere down in the, the bottom of Texas, in the Rio Grande Valley, north of there towards San Antonio, they have been... Uh, someone thought it would be a good idea to put out some warthogs on their property. And guess what happens? They got out. They got out. Now there's a national wildlife refuge, down, or not a national, I think it's a state hunting area down there that's high-fenced. And they're, they've, they've shot a few of them, and they're starting to move around down there. This says, fortunately for hunters... Are you reading about it? The warthog is classified as an exotic animal. It's the same as shooting a pig. This means that any hunter who encounters a warthog may shoot it at any time. There is no closed season for warthogs and no bag limits. Just keep in mind that. Ooh, the motherfucker's going to make me click on it. They they did the, just keep in mind, then dot, 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 click for more. Well, I'm a sucker. and, and I always, I always click for more. I wonder what that's going to do to the. I wonder if that's what we needed to get the hog population in check. What, you think warthogs are going to eat regular pigs? Yeah, they're I do. they're not as big even. They're fucking mean. Look at that thing. It just because it looks mean, it's not. It's Jeff. I've seen the Lion King. <laughs> yeah, you have. Pumbaa was something else. They, they only they get up to about two hundred pounds, which is a good sized animal, but it's not as big as a regular pig gets. But uh, Daniel Walker. They're worried that they, some people want to know if they're crossbreeding now with them. Oh, that's great. So and now they, we're going to have like a super pig. They, they, well, they don't know that if they do crossbreed, if they will be able to be, they'll be uh, sterile. So, but they don't even know if they'll crossbreed, but they, they, they will not be up in this area, they said probably. <laughs> because they're not Whatever. a cold weather animal. It doesn't matter, Jeff. They adapt. I think so. Warthogs are heavily preyed upon by lions, hyenas, and crocodiles. We don't have a lot of them in North Texas. We got alligators. Fortunately for honey, uh, just keep in mind, if you're out hunting in Texas and a warthog walks by, what the fuck? Look at that. That's ridiculous. It's What's, the three dots, again. That's the way I sign in my stuff. That's a, that means that's a smart son of oh, a bitch that's right just there. keep that in mind if you're, I see. I misread that in a hurry. Okay. Well, anyways. I, I thought it was saying just keep in mind if you're out hunting, they were going to let us know something. I found that pretty They're interesting, not. though. Yeah. I just, I, because... I had never heard about that. We got every other kind of African animal that's in Texas, just about. And I was told that they weren't allowed to bring warthogs in here. Well, obviously someone did. And now they're out running rampant in South Texas. So I think I heard at one time there are more exotic animals in Texas. Than in Africa? Than like in Africa. There might be. And I'm, I'm assuming except for rhinos and elephants and shit like that. But you imagine you own a high-fence ranch. Say, you know, we'll get us a couple warthogs and put in here. Well, them some bitches don't stay. They bury up under shit. Right. I mean, yeah, who the, who thought that they were going to keep a warthog? In? Yeah. Unless, but, you're, unless your fence goes down 10, 15 feet, of course that fucker's going to get out. The, But, I mean, we've got nail guy. And you know what's funny is, is that for the people that bitch in South Texas don't really, the landowners shouldn't bitch because all those deer leases down there, Go for more money because all the exotics they got on them also. Right. You can shoot nail guy antelope. You can shot. You can shoot oryx somewhere in some places down around Raymondsville. You've got. I mean, they got all kinds of shit you can shoot. Hold on. What? Okay. All right. 
hunting season's kicking up. Yeah. Hey, my wallet is in there. No, 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 no. But uh, use my debit card and fill it up. All right. It's Silver One Citizens Bank. Handling business. Yep, every day. Hunting season is getting close. People shot geese last week. There was a lot of geese I saw shot. North Dakota's got it going on. And you know what? The temperatures weren't real bad like a couple years ago. It was 100 and something up there. Right. It looked like it'd be in the 80s and 70s most of the time, so it wouldn't be so bad. It's looking like, uh, looks like I'm going to be, well, we got a little cool shot coming next Wednesday. 91. That's, for us, though, that's 10 degrees to 15 degrees cooler than normal for this time of year. That'll be September 1. I mean, if it was 105, we wouldn't be shocked. So, if it's 90 degrees, that's 15 degrees difference. So, I'll take that. Yeah. And I saw one thing. I saw a deal yesterday that said that showed that a double hurricane was going to be in the Gulf of Mexico in 10 days. One's going to hit, like, Mississippi, though. Well, it didn't say it was going to hit here, but it's going to be two hurricanes in the Gulf at the same time. Back to back. Well... About 10 days ago, Joe Bastardi shared Monster coming off of Africa. So I'm, I'm assuming that next week that that's what it's going to be. I don't know if it, like, split off into two. Hmm. Well, it's... But that was about 10 days ago. Well, regardless, we're going to have two... We're going to have... We're going to have two hurricanes in the coast. And those people down there do not need any more rain. You don't think so? No. Hell no. They're, they're way wet. Louisiana to Texas. Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, all along the coast is horrible. Huh. Real road. They've had all that rain the last couple of weeks. Um, did you see the people in Tennessee that drowned? No. They had a horrible flood in Waverly, Tennessee. I never look where it, I mean, it was just a horrible flash flood. Ten people died. Sad deal. Um, I had some news this week that's not really good. Uh-oh. Not, not for us, but just I'm not going to say who it is. But Why are you even bringing it up? I'm fixing to talk about it. I'm just not going to mention the name of who told me of that. Outfitters in Canada, guys are having some rough times. Oh. A lot of cancellations up there, which you could imagine. Yeah. And, you know, I, I th- and I'm assuming if it's hitting one or two of them, it's hitting all of them. Well, there's just so much uncertainty around it all that, you know, uh, Falks was talking to me. They're going to go fishing at some point, uh, first part of September. And, you know, it's a, it's a, uh, you got to submit a COVID test. I thought you also had to have a vaccine to cross. Um, I, I'm, well, I think he's vaccinated. I think him and his dad are vaccinated. But you have to submit a COVID test, twenty-four hour, a negative COVID test, 24 hours upon arrival. I'll read exactly what he said. That way, that way nothing is lost in translation here. Uh, um, did you see there's a new uh, – did you watch the OJ show on FX? No. It was really good. Anyway, there's uh, Bill Clinton when he, coming out. When he come out as an, as he when he come out as an expert on um, the way people should handle things during a crisis, like a murder or something, kind of lost even the appeal to read his, to watch his Twitter anymore. Well, the the show came out three years ago, so that was way before that. Uh, with seventy two hour thing, uh, we have to leave before we if before we know if we can even cross. Um, you have to take a COVID test before entering. Um, uh, the test takes 24 hours to get back expressed. So, he ought to just go to a resort in Cancun. They give you a test back in five minutes. Right. They literally told you, we'll call you in your room in the next 30 minutes if you failed your test. Well, Jeff, if they did, they got to put you up for two weeks. So well, there wasn't nobody going to flunk why, a test. I think that's why you got... 
Boy, Joe Bastardi tweets a lot. So, anyways, so they're going fishing, but you got to jump through hoops. So you have to have well, a test 24 hours. 72 hours. I don't know. It didn't make a whole lot of sense the way he was talking about it. The 24-hour deal is what gets me. It takes 24 hours to get your test back. That That's the – so, Wow. That 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 what what I'm saying is is if you're driving across oh, the border. Oh, so so I'm guessing. So here's the deal. I'm guessing the test is only valid for 72 hours. Okay. Yeah, it's the same as the the uh, with the dog and the when you used to have to go to the vet and have the dog done. You had so right. many hours to get across the border. With right. It. So they've got. So what he's saying is it takes 24 hours to get it back. It's a two day car ride for them wherever they're going. So like they've got to take the test and then leave and then kind of hope that. It's going to go out in their favor. So how do they get – I guess they get an email that says that they passed. Don't get me lying there, Hefe. I'm just Oof. telling you what the man said. That's why he said 72-hour thing, we kind of got to leave before we even know. So that's the problem that they're having with the borders, little things like that, is the hiccups. Plus, I had read that the Canadian Border Patrol was fixing to go on strike. Oh, really? Yeah. They've been off for a fucking year not having to do shit, and they put them back to work, and they're going to well, go that's, for a that's strike. When, that's when they go on strike. There it is right there. Monster coming off of Africa. So that was that August one. 17th. That, hell, that was only six days ago. So that'd be one, and then two. Well, that thing's, what'd you say, next week that's supposed to hit? Yeah, it's late next week. Because one guy wrote on the deal, he said, this is perfect right during fucking dove season. So right. I guess next, the next wind, so 10 days to 12 days. They don't know 10 to 12 days where that fucker's going. That's the bitch could hit Maine or it could hit Brownsville. They, they have, I, I will say this, though. Their, their predictions are really amazing on hurricanes, how close they get on those. Mm-hmm. But that's a long way off to be predicting if it's going to go along the East Coast. But they're saying both of them are going to dump into the Gulf. Do you know before the first satellite got put up in space, nobody knew? Anything about a hurricane? Do what? Before the first satellite got dumped off into space, nobody could accurately predict where hurricanes were going to okay, that, come from or go or any of that. That's a lot different than saying they didn't know nothing about a hurricane. Yes, I would probably agree with that. Right. Uh, I would have to give yeah. Hurricane technology just poof, light years <laughs> once that first satellite got shot up into there. So the first satellite was used just for. I don't weather. think. I think it was just. I think it was an unintended consequence. Like, hey, you know what? We got this fucker up here. Might as well take a look at these things. Now we know how they track. We know so much about hurricanes. You're welcome, Jeff. I'm speechless here just how we've gotten to this point in this conversation. You're welcome. You ready for football season? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm going to get as much of the Bills offense as I can get. Boy, they look scary good. I'm getting the Bills and the Chiefs. The Bills look a whole lot better than the Chiefs do. Well, Andy Reid is smart. He's not going to show his playbook during. Oh, I just think the, the Bills just the offensive line. They just run right the fuck over you. If I, they make Mitch Trubisky look can, like a fucking winner. You can write this down, Jeff. <laughs> this ought to be great. I'm either going to get Mahomes or Tyreek, or Josh Allen or Stephon Diggs. Okay. Mark it down. I will. And who's the who's the tight end that you say that's such the, <laughs> Jeff, the Travis Kelsey? Go oh, yeah. after him. Yeah. He's supposed to be a great tight end this year. Yeah, he should be. But he's gonna he's getting to be a little bit like Tom Brady. Long in the tooth. The wheels are gonna fall off one year, and it's probably gonna be the year that I've got him. Well, you better draft him in the first round if you're gonna get him from what everybody else is doing. Late first round. I don't think in our draft he'll go that high. 
Our draft is different because we're a two-quarterback league, so it's going to go a lot earlier. Right. I mean, he's going to go later because the quarterbacks in our league – I get guys – I had a guy tell me just recently, and I can't remember who it was, was talking to me about football, and he's like, well, y'all draft quarterbacks way too early. Well, come in our league and lose your money. Donate your money. Cause not in a two-quarterback league. If you don't take your quarterbacks early in our league, you're not going to get quarterbacks. Not in a two-quarterback league. I was looking – the CBS guys, which is who we do our draft through – they did an article on two quarterback super flex leagues. You know who the second player in that draft taken was? Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. You yeah. know who the third was? Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson. Okay. You know who the fifth was? Probably Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah. Well, that's what you should in our league. You have to do that. Right. But, but everybody's like, oh, you, you can get a quarterback in the seventh, eighth round. Yep. Buddy, if you do that in our league, and you're going to be last because you're not going to have any quarterbacks. In a one quarterback league, definitely. Yes. Oh, in a 10 team, one quarterback league, you can walk away with Tom Brady. And you're going to have about five points difference. Yeah, in the end of, at the end of the game, at the end of the whole draft. Right. There's no sense to take a quarterback early enough. No, draft. like we've got a draft out here on Saturday. It's a one quarterback league. Is it ten teams or is it twelve teams? I think it's ten. If I get Tom Brady in the seventh round, I'm happy. If I get Matt Stafford in around that area, I'm happy. So yeah, if you're in a one quarterback league, wait on a quarterback. But if you're in a two quarterback league. You better jump on it because I want personally. Now this is coming from the goat, the greatest to ever do it. Yeah. I want two top fifteen quarterbacks on my roster. There is someone on this podcast that has won multiple championships in our league, and it's not Andy. So, winningest all time franchise. No, in you're our not. League. No, you're not. Well, I had a lot of injuries last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I shot myself in the foot. Okay. So, what are you going to hang your hat on now? What do you mean? I mean, you're not the winningest. You hadn't won the most championships. I mean, what is your most points? Maybe no. <laughs> I don't know. I think you've, you're not, you're not at the top of any list. <laughs> I was for a long time, Jeff. Um, Last year cost me. You better. I bet it ain't by much. You you better <clears throat> draft if you're in a two quarterback league. You better take your two quarterbacks in the first five rounds if you're going to get any good quarterbacks. Yeah, if you're happy with. Uh, <clears throat> You know, Ryan Tannehill, who I think is a good quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is a very underrated and like, quarterback. And, like, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, wait on a quarterback. But King Dingling over here, yep. who's going to have either Patty Mahomes or Josh Allen paired with Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Tom you don't, Brady. You don't have a clue because you don't know where you're going to draft. You might draft 14th, and they might be gone before then. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen will be both gone before 14th. Yes, I agree. So, if you get the 14th pick, you're not getting either one of them. I'm budged. If oh, I no. have the 14th pick, I'll probably go. Ooh, Stefan Diggs ish. And then turn around and get uh, probably Rodgers in the I, second. I would probably take Aaron Rodgers and Kyler Murray or Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott. If I'm the 14th, I would take back to back quarterbacks. If ta- now, if Kelsey's there, I'm going, I'm going Kelsey. Uh-huh. Rodgers. That, well, I'll tell you what, this year, this is going to turn into part of football. We're going to talk other stuff, too. So, if you're not a big football fan, you're thinking about turning it off, turn it off if you want to. But we're going to talk other shit, but we are going to talk football for a little bit. Dak Prescott is a wild card this year. Yeah. Because if you listen to the Cowboys, everything's fine and hunky-dory. If you listen to the experts, they say they got some real problems. So, Dak Prescott's a question. Justin Fields or Andy Dalton? Uh, they say it's Dalton. He's the he's the man. I've watched Justin Fields is the better quarterback. Oh, he he's got. Let me say let me say this. I don't know if he's a better quarterback now, but he gives them a chance to win because he can do things with his legs that Andy he can run from pressure. And the Bears' offensive line is not very good, so that's a question mark. You get to uh, 
There's a couple other teams. That, well, you got Zach Wilson. You know, you got Trevor Lawrence. I didn't realize that they hadn't given him the starting job yet. They're going to. I, you would think that they would, but that's all malarkey. Well, but still, there's a question mark deal there. I think the best quarterback to go get for bang for your bucks in fantasy football this year, and y'all are going to laugh your ass off when I say this, is Jared Goff. They're going to have to throw the ball 60 times a game. Uh, he doesn't have any weapons to go around him. He doesn't have a lot of weapons. I will agree with you on that. But he's what, what I'm saying is, is that he's going to throw the ball a bunch. He's not going to have more points than Patrick Mahomes. But you can get him late in the draft and right. get a lot of bang for your buck and get other players. Did you know we're going on our 10th year? No, I did not. 2011 is when we started. I'm second. I'm one game behind Tony. Yeah. One fucking game. Behind Tony. That's the funny part of the whole deal. Jeff. Tony's you, the winningest team listen in our to me. league. You have three teams, and you know. I don't it. have three teams. Your fucking ass is going to go, gonna grow <laughs> together for <laughs> life. I have three teams. You've got your team. You've got Payne's team, and you got two and a half teams. How do you figure that? You do everything for Tony. No, I don't. He sits next to you in the draft. I'm going to take a picture next Saturday, <laughs> he Sunday. Will be. He probably will be He sits by next me. to you in the okay. draft, and he does this the whole time. He's like a fucking high schooler. <laughs> He's like a high schooler taking the SAT, Jeff. And he'll, like, slide you the paper and, like, do a little mafia, the James Gandolfini move. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Like that, and then he, like, points, and you're like, yes, take him. And what? then he's like, "Oh, okay. I'll take, uh, I'll take uh, James Robinson in the fifteenth round." That was a good pick. That was a very good pick. Tony that's does how he not got, either. That's how Tony, he got that extra game on me right there. Look, let me tell you what Tony. Where does. are you at in here? Is what I need to know. Uh, feed the monkey. That used to be my team. Now my team is called Kam- uh, Kamala Swallows. And you, Kamala Jeff, Swallows. That's ugly of you to say. Why? Because we, we, we don't know that, that she swallows. That you're right. I should just say slobs. That's also your name in. The ESPN League. I know. And there's going to be people out here on Saturday that that might offend. Well, they shouldn't be at my lodge. Well, you, you need to be more How considered. many people do you think listening to this are offended by me having my name called Kamala Swallows for my football team? There's going to be ladies out here next weekend. They this, know this she weekend. swallows. This weekend. Andy, there's a good chance that that lady that's here, maybe she swallowed. Jeff. Right? Seinfeld. That's, that's, that's where you're in the weeds here. How in, am I in the in weeds? Inappropriate. I'm speaking the tr- honest to God truth. Yeah. Tony, the reason Tony does good, Tony goes strictly off the number one player rated on the list. He don't give a fuck if it's a kicker, a defense, whoever's number one is who he picks every year. I'm one game behind. It says it right there. The GOAT. And fuck Actually, it. you've got five more losses than he has. Jeff, I'm one game behind. <laughs> okay. It goes by percentages. No, it fucking doesn't. It goes by wins. What What does it say over to the right? Percentages. Oh, percentages. And then Why how do many, you always how argue? How many points is that? 200? I can't see the lights in front of me. Oh, you've outscored him, yes. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, but, oh, no, I am. I'm the top scoring team in fantasy football, Jeff. <laughs> so you're still, you've won Jeff, one championship. Jeff, this goes down to what I have been saying for three years on this podcast. When people play the GOAT, it doesn't, they, they fucking, they, that's the best game of their year. Who the fuck name, gives I, himself a nickname? Jeff. We've gone through that multiple times also. I did not give myself that name. But, <laughs> but, when people play me and the points show right there, 51,313 points. No other team has had more points scored on them than me. Than me. Okay. Goat. All right. When people play me, they, they pull it out of the woodshed. Okay. 
every trick, every tool. They make sure their roster's dialed in. They anything, <laughs> Jeff. They they beg, steal, and borrow players from other teams when they play me. And the proof proof's in the pudding right there. What bracket were you in last year? The proof is in the pudding right there. <laughs> no other team has had more points scored against them than me. So for 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 the for the shit that I have to overcome in our league on a day to day basis, no other team could handle it. Not a one. Okay. So I'll tell you the person who I feel bad for is Howith. He always gets he has bad luck. He's just got shit luck. He always has a great team and bad luck. All right, let's let's get off football now for a little bit. Well, oh, Jeff? I can't wait fantasy football. We'll start having our pick'em contest. Well, Jeff, I mean, I'm, I'm, the, I'm what what? How can you dispute anything that I've said? It's all right there in the numbers. You've won one championship. I'm one game behind the most winningest franchise in the league, and I've had I score the most, and I have the most scored against me. People come people come correct when they play the goat. Now we can get off fantasy. Um. And I'm going to do what I always do, and that's overcome odds. Well, you've already said you're in two leagues, and there's no reason you won't win multiple, multiple. championships. Multiple, multiple champions. championships. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to talk about right now. I'm laughing so hard. Um, what do you think about this new damn uh, show coming out with uh, Faith Hill? And I don't know. It's that prequel to Yellowstone. I'm not a big Yellowstone fan. I I've like Yellowstone, but that's okay. about it. That's that's I, I'm not gonna. I don't think the prequels gonna be my deal. My problem is, is, yell to me, and I know a lot of people like Yellowstone. To me, it's not a oh shit! It's Tuesday night. Yellowstone's on. I ought to watch it. It's not good enough for that, and I don't have a whole lot of time. So, um, I end up having to binge watch it. And when I binge watch Yellowstone, it gets to be a little bit much. It's like, mm, okay, you're a rancher in Montana or Wyoming. Calm down with that shit, Kevin. You're putting hair plugs in your head. Let's let's let let's settle down on being Mr. I, Billy Badass. I think it's a good show because it it gives Americans hope that there's still that kind of America around. I know that sounds really cheesy and there's corny. Not. But that's that's one thing that show does. <clears throat> it um, plus the most ruthless fucker on there is Beth. She is a bitch on that show. But but what I'm saying is is it gives people that are regular people like us that we deal with the people they 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 really get something out of it because it shows them the old uh, Dallas when I was a kid was that way. You know, you I've know. never seen one Dallas episode. Well, it probably pretty pretty corny now, but really? at the time it was really a good show. Yeah, sex, fighting, thieving, stealing, women, money, oil, everything. But it was a good show. But it was entertaining. Oh, Dallas! And um, was that a CBS? I think so. CBS show. And it, it was a, it was a good show. Who shot Jr.? That was all talk one summer. And I think you know, part of me wishes we could go back to to that. There's too much on TV now. I wish that there was like. One show or three channels that like everybody is just like on the same fucking page. You, like Dallas is the show on Friday nights at eight o'clock, right? And like everybody talks about. It. Like now there's so much shit via Netflix, Hulu. There's so much out there. Like when I talk to people, there's a lot of shit that I've not seen. And you know what thing is is on. I think it come on Friday night at eight o'clock is when when Dallas was actually on the air. But 
back then nobody had VCRs. Right. So you had, so you to, had watch to watch it. that shit. So if you was out gigging it's at the club forever. or whatever, you weren't you had to watch it. But do you remember that show Freaks and Geeks? Yeah. And it was funny because when you'd watch that show, and it, it was a show on what, what was it on even? Uh, ABC Family when ABC Family was a thing, and it was about some kids that grew up in the seventies, same time right. as me, the late seventies, early uh, late seventies, basically. And the kids would talk about watching the Bonic Man or whatever the shows were on, though. But that was the way it was because you, you related to that, and at school everybody would talk about what was on TV the night before. Yeah, but we had three channels. I don't eat. I never ever look to see what's on the, the local channels. No, never. never. I don't know if if me and Michelle are scanning through the TV looking for something to watch at nighttime. I don't even go down past one ten. Right. The cooking channel is the farthest I go down. It's from then up. Yeah, I don't watch locals unless it's football. But sports is the only thing that I watch locals for. I'm going to watch uh, Wiley's Little League plays again today. Yeah, seventy eight to ninety one. Dallas was on the air. And I think it was on on Saturday nights or Friday nights about eight o'clock. But but that's the whole thing. Every night there was a channel. You know, as a kid growing up, I had to go to bed when certain things come on. Oh, you know, right. at nine o'clock at night, you went to bed, and it was based on what was on fucking TV. Would basically. it get more risque? Is it? No, no, no. I don't think nothing was risque then. It just was time to go to bed. I don't think there was anything on TV that you couldn't watch. Probably when Silk Stocking came on, that was my bedtime. Okay, Silk Stocking, got to go. Um, the that I don't, was on the other day. I watched it. Silk Stocking. The 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 best thing was was to watch or was it every and every show had an iconic sound to it music right. games like I love the Hawaii Five O mm-hmm. the the music that went to it and whatever Mash whatever everything had its own and and you knew it uh, there was a show called uh, Simon and Simon about two brothers that were detectives mm-hmm. one of the guys is the same dude that's the Ducks Unlimited TV show guy Parker Stevenson. He was the star of Simon and Simon, and he does Ducks Unlimited now. He does. He was doing their. He hosted their show. Really? Yeah. What a fall from grace that is. Well, I think he had a lot of money, and he liked to duck hunt. Passion project, Jeff. We're all about it. Um, but the reboots are no good. Hawaii. I never. I didn't watch. I wasn't around for the original Hawaii Five O. But I got no interest in watching the reboot. I don't watch anything on TV. They redid it. What gets me is why they why do they redo shit and they change the color of people? That's what cracks me up. Like, still Magnolias, they have a black version of it. Why? What was wrong with the white version of it? That would be like watching Good Times and make it white people. That wouldn't be no good. Sanford and Son, a white Fred Sanford. I could see still Magnolias, a bunch of old black ladies. No, but that, that made the same. It was the, it was the it same up. one though, word yeah. for word. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, it was word for word. Yeah, if you're going to change, like, because isn't one like a beautician or whatever? Yeah, Dolly Parton was a beautician. Right. Like, you need to change it up and kind of make it like a, like, like a, <coughs> almost choked, a coming to America type vibe. Make it funny. Yeah, black barber shops are great. I've never been to a black beauty shop, but I've been, I've had my hair cut at a black barber shop. But, but my point is, why change the fucking show? It is a great, Still Magnolia's is a great movie. I would, I'm going to put it top 20 movies of all time. It's very entertaining. It's got a great cast. It's a good show. and But why change it up just to make it a color deal? I, I don't get that. Tyler Perry probably did it. I don't think he did. But, but but that okay, there's a good example. Medea. We don't need no white Medea. We got a black Medea. She's great. Right. You know, quit trying to make everything so fucking politically correct. Sanford and Son is about a black junk dealer and his son. We don't need no white junk dealer and his son. It was a lifetime 
movie thing. And I, I, I just don't understand it. 2012. Spent all that money to redo a classic movie to just change everyone's color. Queen Latifah was in it. She's in every black thing, though. If you're doing, like, a black show, you got to get Queen Latifah, it seems like. See, she was in bar- Beauty Shop or the spinoff of Barbershop. Maybe shop. that's what they were trying to do here. Well, no, it was the exact same show as Still Magnolia. You watched it? Yeah, you, I you watched, watched it in 2012? I was, no, I watched it not long ago. It was on TV. It said Still Magnolia, so I flipped uh, it on. There was nothing on TV, and I'm sitting there doing something on the computer, and I look up, and there's a black Weezer, and there's sure. a black this. I'm like, what the fuck? And I start watching I'm like, what? why? It is the third highest viewed Lifetime original. Well, it's not the first, and it's not. I, but it doesn't. Yeah, because people like me get counted as watching it because we thought it was still Magnolias. <laughs> Weezer Boudreaux. They didn't even fucking change the names. No, it was. it's the same show. That's what I'm saying. Shelby. Yeah, the, the same movie. Who played Shelby? Condola Rashad. But to get a picture of her up, let's see what she ch- looks like. Because Julia Roberts used to be a pretty good looking lady. Now, she, ain't no, she ain't no Julia Roberts. Condola. Yeah, they should have got old uh, Dwayne Wade's wife. She's hot. Gabrielle Union? I don't know if she yeah. does anything anymore. She's got a weird kid. Yeah, tranny, right? Or yeah, I don't Can understand. I say that? I don't care if you say tranny. Uh, Is that the wrong way to call them? Shit, I don't know. I don't know what they call how them. Long, how long do you think till we hunt a transgender person since they're just everywhere now? It'll be a while. But it would be... The numbers suggest that it would be... A transgender female, right? I'm, I don't even know what that is. That means she started out with a dick, or yes. she started out with a twat. Tran- yes. Well, yes, what? It's a yes. Started out male. Okay, so we're gonna have one that had his pecker snipped off. I don't think that we're gonna see a man that was previously a woman. I don't think that the odds of our demographic suggest that. I could be wrong. <laughs> What would you call them? Whatever they want. Like, I mean, except not like Bob or Ralph. Do you say sir or ma'am? Well, it depends on if I know or not. See, because I'm, I'm a, like, if I don't like, if like, if if it's like a successful operation, and I see like an Adam's apple, and maybe they get like, <laughs> you know, so they're adding Adam's apple to them. I bet they do. You never know what what the new trend's going to be here. In another science is going Shit, a long that ain't way. Num- that ain't nobody tennis ball. And maybe like you know they're like all hopped up on testosterone. They're growing some facial hair. I'll call it. I'll call him a sir, just because I probably won't know. Now, if I if I do find out that that's a tranny, I probably wouldn't believe it. So I'll still call him a sir. <laughs> like if like if, if one of his There's buddies, there's gonna be somebody in our group that's gonna tell us that really that's a tranny that's I'm in like, our group. Fuck you. That's what's gonna happen though. Now I promise fuck you. you, that is not. So like now, I you know I can't even trust myself. Do a cup check. Yeah, no, <laughs> I can't even trust myself now. So. See, I have a habit of saying yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. It's, right. a, it's, a, ha- it's a good habit, and I think more. I wish more people had that habit in life. And so when I say yes, sir, no, sir to someone, I'm saying it to just to be polite. I don't know what I would say to a shim. Like if I saw Bruce, Bruce uh, Jenner, whatever his name, Caitlin now. Say nice to see you. Nice to meet you, Caitlin. <laughs> Simple. I don't think I could say Caitlin. Why? Because <laughs> it's Bruce Jenner. It doesn't look like that is like, not Bruce Jenner anymore. That is an ugly that fucking does woman. Not, that does not even look like Bruce anymore. It's like an ugly woman. Um, With size 17 shoes. Caitlin was on Greg Gutfeld not long ago, I saw. I wish I'd have seen that. I don't guess uh, Caitlin. 
is doing very well in the polls. No elder guys winning in the polls. Really? Yeah, that's why the Democrat. Now the federal government wants to get involved and stop it. Ah. You know, of course they can't win. They're going to do mail-in ballots. You know they're going to win if they do mail-in ballots. But they're really, really concerned. You know what? They've, they've reached an all-time low. They're sending Kamala Swallows to California to campaign. Mm. I don't think that's a good move for them because people in this country are not real happy with the, the, with the Democrats right now. Joe Biden and them at all. You know, did you see this? This is this really pisses me off, and it, and it really does. I mean, really, really fucking eeks me. You've got Joe Biden taking predetermined questions at a fucking news conference. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That is fucking bullshit. You ought to be able to ask the president of the United States, they the mayor of anywhere, anybody. You ought to be able to ask them a question. They work for us. We don't work for them. See, that's the problem in D.C. is them cocksuckers think that everybody owes them something. No, bullshit. You work for us. He ought to be able to take some hard questions out to ask him, you know. They, they asked him. One guy did ask him yesterday. He said, did you know in the poll? <laughs> no, it's not. They, they, Joe Biden is not Joe Biden anyways. I don't know who's running the thing, but we've talked about that before. But he ought to be able to take questions and have to answer some things. I agree. You I know? mean, they, they, they threw everything at Trump that they could, that you could imagine. And he sat and there and still took them. are. And he takes and he should have. Yes, that's your job as president. They you should know? have. They should have done it with Obama. They should have done it with Bush. They did it with Clinton. Once the uh, speaking of swallows comes, I guess she didn't swallow because the stain on the dress. But sh- I am going to watch that impeachment show on uh, FX. You sh- you should have if you're president of the United States and Joe Biden. The buck stops here. Fuck the buck. Don't even come to you, you old fucking decrepit bastard. That's bullshit. They need to ask those guys questions, and he and he's responsible for that. He he's the one that made the decision decision on that, and. I'm starting to have a problem with some of this executive stuff. I had it when Obama was in there. I didn't like some stuff Trump did with executive orders. We didn't elect the guy to be a fucking dictator. Right. We elected you to go through a chain of command and a protocol to do what's right and wrong for our country. And there's going to be some bad decisions made. There's going to be some tough decisions that the president has to make. But you got to be able to ask him about those. And Joe Biden should have to sit down there and take questions from people and ask him, what about the what, – what, why did we – why did we leave all that stuff over there? You're telling me the greatest military in the world couldn't figure out how to pack shit up and send it away? <laughs> I mean, how fucking hard is that? Yeah. If they had, I don't know much about military. I, I, I don't. I did not serve in the country. Um, and I'm embarrassed that I say that. I think everyone should serve. And now as I get older, I think it would be a great thing for everyone to serve for two years in the military. I think our world would be a whole lot better off and give some kids, young people discipline. But, when when you, I think a lot of our military is ran by politicians who are clueless, because and a lot of politicians are rich kids that grew up that never had to do shit, so I think we get a lot of bad leadership there. But then we get guys that go off to college and get a degree and become officers, and then they're telling a guy who's been in the service for twenty years what to do. Right. I think you need to let those warrant officers or those guys that have been in for twenty years. I bet you if you'd ask the warrant officers, how do we get all this shit back? Well, we load them on C one thirties and we fly them back. I mean, why would you live? I just, to see the Taliban wearing all of our shit. Did you see the, I guess they mocked the Iwo World Jima. War II? Yeah. Yes. I mean, but how do wearing we. Wearing our shit. How do, why, why do you leave shit alone? You know, how, somebody in there didn't say, whoa, 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 hold on. We're going to leave all these computers here with all this information. Right. And did you see there was another big cyber attack? 
Well, fuck it. I'm sure. Happened weeks ago. Like, it, it went after uh, the DOD, maybe? It just They just announced it, like, yesterday. But we just, we, we walked away from billions and billions of dollars of other equipment. We left 160-something Black Hawk helicopters or something over there. I mean, you don't think somebody said, you don't think we ought to fly them home, boss? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a mess over there, for sure. And then, the, and then to think that we should just ignore the problem and not ask questions about it. If this would have happened with Donald Trump as president, you can't say that. If I can't say what, if, if Don, this, then if that. Donald Trump would have made the decision Joe Biden did, the 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 press would be eating his ass alive twenty four seven. Oh, 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 oh! You mean had it played out exactly like this under Trump's with, watch? Uh, with Donald Trump's president, they'd be trying to impeach yeah. him. Donald Trump wouldn't have done this. He had more common sense. I was with him. I think we needed to pull our troops out, but he wouldn't have done it this way. I promise you, he wouldn't have left him no fucking equipment like that. Well, he's come out and said, you know, there's a a way of doing this where we get all of our stuff out. We get all of the uh, interpreters out. We get all of our people out. And then we hand it back over yeah. to them. And now dipshit says, well, we've got to ask the Taliban permission to use the airport. What the fuck are you? I'd bomb the shit out of that fucking airport as soon as we were done with it. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it's, it's a, depressing. It, it is. It's very depressing. And for everybody that's a, every every soldier that served over there, I mean, there's the, the, the Democrats are going to pay for this in the midterms, though. Oh, yeah. There, there's going to be a bloodbath in the midterms. Now I've seen where Pelosi's talking about retiring pretty quick. She sees the writing on the wall. Pelosi is? Yes. <laughs> she's talked about, She's talking openly about that this is probably going to be her last. Yeah, it's because your ass ain't going to be in fucking leadership no more. Um, there was a point I was going to make. Oh, you're going to the Northeast soon. What you know? Do you think other? Do you think other places are going to uh, follow New York City and make you show a vaccine card? Well, I'm not going to New York City. I didn't ask you that, and I probably won't go to New York City ever again. So there goes Peter Luger's. I didn't ask you that. I said, do you think other northeastern cities like Boston, where you're going? Boston is not going to. They their their mayor said they're not going to mass mandate. Really? Nope. Um. So that answers the question. Uh. But how? So, New York City, you have to have a vaccine card to basically do anything. Meanwhile, do you know who the biggest population of unvaccinated people are in New York City? Probably black people. Black people. Yeah, black people. Do you know the percentage of unvaccinated black people in New York City? 75, 80%. 70%. So, now you're going to tell me that there's going to be a black family that's going to try to go eat or go to an opera or a gym or wherever, and they're going to say... Can't come in. I'm betting you there's going to be some restaurants that ain't going to be checking people's shit. They have to. $10,000 fine. Oof. Mm-mm-mm. Big ass fine. If 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 you get checked, if because now I guess there's like a COVID vaccination task force that's going to be going around New York City. But, yeah, they're going to be watching to make sure that there's a doorman checking vaccination cards before people get in. New York City's going to be the biggest fucking ghost town in the world. Now. You can't tell me that, you know, just show me something. It yeah. can be anything. There's going to be some fake COVID cards. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen that, that the biggest number in the United States, black people are the biggest number of people unvaccinated. Yeah. So we're going to do all these vaccination mandates. 
I'm down with my and brothers. The, and the biggest then the biggest loser in this, if you go off the statistics, are black people. Yep. And that's like we're not at all racist for doing this. Like now racism just out the door. Are Can you, you imagine the optics on that? If Peter Luger, the the most famous steakhouse in New York City, had four black people trying to enter it to eat, and they said, "Can't come in here." And Pete, and that went on social media. Whoo boy, a fucking lightning storm. No, because the media is not going to cover it. It's harder for the media not to cover things. They should. Now. They should cover. He just like the Kabul airport. It was on every. It was. It goes up online. They took that lady off. What the lady from CNN that talked about what a travesty it was and how horrible it the was. The lady that was wearing the burqa took her ass out. She was. She was a fucking moron. Did you see her? She's like, yeah, they're chanting "Death to America," but in a way, it sounds very peaceful. She's a fucking idiot, but they took her off really? because... You're wearing a burqa today, and yesterday you were just in your normal everyday garb. But for some reason, the Taliban takes over on August 16th, and August 17th, you're having to wear a burqa to go talk to these people. Yeah, they're chanting death to America, but boy, it sounds friendly. You're a fucking <laughs> moron. Uh, they sent her back to America. She should. She well, should be fired. They, they sent her back to America because she got critical of Joe Biden and them, and the fucking Democratic Party pulled her off. She they wasn't too fucking, fucking critical. Oh, yeah, death to America. <laughs> well, no, no, the next day she was saying how horrible it was there. Oh, really? Yeah, she started talking about how things at the gates were and all this shit, and people were getting beat up, and they said, fucking pull, pull Nancy's ass out of there. Um, and I don't know if her name's Nancy. Um, the... The black people aren't getting vaccinated. That's nationwide. They're the they're the highest demographics of people that aren't getting the shot. Right. And they can add a fat white boy from Knox City because I ain't getting the shot right now. Well, Jeff. Now, the FDA did approve it today. The Pfizer? Yeah. But a good friend of mine that's in the medical business told me, and he hasn't had it. He said if he took it, he was going to get Johnson & Johnson if he was going to get one of them. I don't know why. I didn't ask. Well, and now, like, they're firing nurses that refuse to get the vaccine? Here, Here's the clip. I heard about it, but I didn't see that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> they say chanting death to America, but they seem so friendly. <laughs> you fucking kidding me, right? I mean, give me a break. <laughs> oh. They, say, they seem friendly. They just want everybody over here to die, but, you know. They're a friendly bunch when they say it. <laughs> fucker. She should have been taken off. She shouldn't get another fucking job anywhere. Oh, that is the... <laughs> While wearing a burqa. If you look at her the day before, she's wearing just normal street clothes. She's going th- to be at her family Thanksgiving dinner, and someone's going to be like, yeah, there's that stupid bitch there's right that, there. It's on your side of the family. There's that ignorant fucking cunt that said <laughs> Taliban sounds very friendly as they shout death to America. So, Damn. we got... The place we live. <laughs> this is your America, Jeff. Oh, it's so far from the America I grew up on. And well, I think, hell, I don't, I don't know. We just didn't know about all the crooked shit going on. That's one thing I can say for Donald Trump. He did. He exposed the cockroaches in D.C. more and more. They're everywhere. Yeah, they are, and they've been there for a long time, but he exposed more of them. Uh, if Lee Elder, is it Lee Elder or Larry Elder? Larry. Larry Elder. If Larry Elder wins in California, 
That's going to be huge. And they said their problem is is the Latino votes are not for Newsom. Oh, well, they're throwing, the Democrats are throwing everything at Elder. I just read it. They're going after his income statements. There's a lot of discrepancies there. I don't know. That's why. More, more Trump shit, basically. Yeah, we can't, you can't, we, we can't beat you fair, so we're going to do everything we can to lie about you. And the thing is, is the funniest part, L.A. Times, did you see their newspaper? Mm-mm. The black face of white supremacy. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So now there's a black guy, kind of like well, old Dave Chappelle when he was the head of the Ku Klux, the blind right. black guy on the head of the Ku Klux Klan. Well, now they're saying Caitlyn Jenner is a, a, a transphobic trans yeah, tranny. She, yeah, she don't like transgender people. She don't like people. transgender people. She's a fucking trans, trans person. Would you vote for Caitlyn? I would vote for anybody over Gavin Newsom. It, I, I don't know. If a whole, I ran, I, I've seen very. I've seen. I've seen a couple clips from what Caitlin was said, and it sounds. You know, it sounds conservative. I've not seen anything that Larry Elder has said, so I'm. I'm purely going off of what I've seen Caitlin say. I mean, I'm not voting for Gavin Newsom. If I had to choose between Larry and Caitlin, I want to win. I want to vote for whoever has the biggest chance of winning. And if it's Larry, like Elder, Larry Elder, I would vote for Larry Elder then. Yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't vote for Gavin Newsom. He's a he's a hypocrite. He's a fuckhead. I mean, well, they all are. he tells them people they can't go do shit, then he goes do shit. Then this weekend, Chuck Schumer and them are fucking Colbert, dancing. dancing in Central Park. Fuck him. Somebody ought to slap the fuck out of that old bastard. But that's the problem is that people, we, 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 me and you and everybody else in America, we have let them do this to us. Someone told me the other day, they said, hey, are you willing to go and overthrow the government, would you be willing to do something like that? Or are we going to be just like everybody else and we always talk about doing it? That's right. We'll just talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. No, no, that, that's right. And that's you know, I said, you know, if you left to go do something like that, you know you'd never get to come home to your family again. Mm-hmm. So that's a big step. So, you know, he's but that that is what we do in this country. We talk all the time, and I'm as guilty and you're guilty, you know. But I'm not guilty because I don't talk shit, Jeff. Yeah, you do. You just called that lady a cunt and go. That was fucking stupid. And if she was sitting right here today, I'd say that was fucking stupid. I'll try to get her on, and you won't say that to her. That was stupid. But we, 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 but we as a country, we're we're pissed off about stuff. But we're gonna have to take a stand and do something, and get out and vote. Start with the NFL, Jeff. Gavin Newsom. What do you mean? Start with the NFL. What do you mean? Start with it. (laughs) There you go. I mean, what do you tell me? Start with it. You go woke. If it goes woke, it turns to shit. The NFL is just entertainment for me. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's, you that's all it is. That, that is all yeah, I care. Yeah. I could give two shits about them players. There are some nice guys. James Washington is a super, super nice guy. He I to, wish he him to play quite a bit. Yeah, I wish him nothing but the best. As a matter of fact, I think he's going to be on the podcast. He texted me this morning, next week with us. I like James. I wish him the best. He's a great guy. And probably half the league is that way. But these people that make it's just the corporation. That, that's right. Yeah. I'm sick of that shit. And the thing <laughs> is, I don't think it helps them any. I don't, I don't. I don't see how anything that they've done in the last five years other than lose themselves a bunch of viewerships has helped them one bit. But, hey, if they want to drive that cart into the ocean. But I'm going to be playing fantasy I, football watching it. Who am I to stop them? Um, you know, I've told you what I, what I was going to do. You, on the other hand, you're Mr. You're Mr. Secret Society over there. On what? On football draft? Yeah. You, if, don't say, you don't say shit. You just, pick, you just cherry pick my good ideas. Oh, that's and they are in abundance. If I have picks one through four in our draft, if I have pick two, I'm not taking Patrick Mahomes. You're going to take Dalvin Cook? Yes, I would take Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara. Does Alvin Kamara not scare you? Yeah, he does because of the shit going on there. I would take him. If I have pick five and I'm taking – and I'm going off of the top four <coughs> running backs off the board. That is 
Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, Sa- Kamara, Alvin, Kamara, and Zeke. And I wouldn't take Zeke four for shit. I wouldn't take Zeke eighth. I'm missing somebody. I know I am. Yeah, you are. Uh, Derrick Henry. And I'm PPR though. I don't give a shit. My figures will run for 2,500 yards, maybe. Um, that that those are the top four picks, I think. Unless I'm I'm unless I'm missing a running back, Saquon and Zeke would be five and six, I think. Nick Chubb's not up there. Joe Mixon's not up there. Yeah, Austin Eckler maybe. Okay, but anyways, so if I had to pick five and I had to choose between Patrick Mahomes, I would take Mahomes. Patty Mahomes would be my would be my first quarterback to take. So if I get five through eight, I'm going to take a quarterback probably. Okay. After eight, I, Kelsey range. I, mean, I wouldn't take a tight end in the first round. So you're still looking at quarterback then. It depends who's there. Because you don't like taking much receivers. No, receivers are a dime a dozen. They're everywhere. I, I agree. A good receiver is easy to find. Um, I would take running back or quarterback. Um, once the top quarterbacks are gone, that first little four guys, which would be Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Joe Al- or Joe Josh Josh Allen, and uh, do you put Rip Wilson in there? He he would be four. Or um, Dak? Yeah, do you Dak. trust Dak enough? No, I would take Dak in the second round. Oh, he'd be a steal in the second round yeah. if he's healthy. If he's healthy. If he's healthy. Now, if he misses, yeah. if this is a lingering issue, yeah. might sink your boat. Um, Kyler Murray. Uh, I like Tannehill a lot. I like Matt Stafford a lot. You'll bet, you'll probably get him. Not in the first round, I wouldn't. Not in him. the first round. Late second, maybe. I don't know, but then I like them running backs. I like Saquon a lot. I like Joe Mixon a lot. I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna tell you in America who I think is the best is going to be another good bang for your buck guy. Is a tight end also. It's Evan Ingram, mm. and I'm gonna tell you why. I turn up my nose. Kyle Rudolph is going to be their blocking tight end. They're going to split him out in that slot a lot. He's a hard matchup in the slot for somebody. Right. Kyle Pitts, baby. I didn't see nobody work on him yet. Kyle Pitts. I'm all about him. Well, good. You take him in the second or third round then. Probably will, yeah. I hope you do. Probably will. You've got 12 players left you've taken in the first two rounds. You Listen, should be set. If I get my running backs and my quarterbacks and my wide receivers and my tight ends, nobody's going to Did you see me. Clay Reed's draft he had? No, he does he, a draft. He, he, yeah, well, he was in a draft. He's at some fancy schmancy place, and he had a he had a picture of his draft picks on Facebook the other day. And did he do pretty? He good? did pretty good. I was really impressed with it. I really was. I gotta pee. I'll look it up while you're peeing. I think somehow my bladder's getting smaller. <laughs> it's called getting older. I've noticed if I drink a lot of coffee, which I do during hunting season, I've got to fucking piss, and it gets to where I can't hold it. Ice T does that to me. Okay, here's Clay's here's Clay's draft. Clay took Zeke Elliott. He had the fifth pick. He took Zeke the fifth pick. See, Clay seems like a guy. He's just going to go best available. But go ahead. Or like Harry, just going to take all Cowboys. Oh, he did. No, no, no. He didn't do that. That's what I figured too, though. He took Tyreek Hill with his second pick. Good pick. J.K. Dobbins with his third pick. Uh. He took Justin Haber with, Her- Herbert with his fourth pick. Good quarterback. Is yep. it one quarterback league? I'm assuming so. Darren Waller, the fifth pick. Very wow. good pick as a tight end. In the fifth round? Yep. He took Juju with the sixth pick. Huh. They're going to throw a lot. He took uh, James Robinson. I don't know what to expect out of James Robinson because I got that Etienne kid. kid yeah, now. they say Etienne's going to be the yeah. stat. Brandon Ayuk, who's a good pick. Yep. He took Kenyon Drake. Eh, you don't know. It's going to be a committee in Arizona. Joe league. motherfucking Burrow. This is his backup quarterback. Wow. He got the Broncos defense. 
He took Robbie Anderson, who's a good uh, – he's got Sam Darnold back there. Robbie Anderson will be money, and he was last year anyways. Yeah. He got Graham Gano as his kicker, and he took Byron Pringle. And then his last pick, he took Roger Staubach. <laughs> How do you even do that? He just wrote down Roger Staubach, oh put it out there. God. Kept him a free roster spot open. But I'm um, Zeke, Tyreek, Dobbins, Waller. If Herbert's Herbert, good. J- Juju. And Juju looked pretty good. <clears throat> and Ben looked pretty good the other day. They played their receivers a long time last the, the other night. And yeah, I was they, glad to see James had a healthy – Healthy rotation. Claypool didn't there. play. Right. He's banged up. Yeah. But still they worked they worked all they worked Juju Washington and Johnson quite a bit. So I'm gonna tell you right now, if I was an NFL team and my name of my team was anyone that had a struggling fucking quarterback, I'd be on the phone with fucking Buffalo Bills. For who? Nathan Peterman? No, no, he's in. Trubisky looked fucking good behind their line. He had, but he had tools and weapons around him. That was a revenge game too, <clears throat> too Jeff. But he played. He looked that was really, game. really good. And if you've got quarterback issues at your team, he is a guy I would try to pick up. They, but you know what? Buffalo made a smart move, and I was thinking about this. Why the other would day. Buffalo get rid of him? They, 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 they're not going to unless you made him a really good offer, and you, and that ain't going to happen. But they've got a good emergency policy with their offensive yeah. line. He looks really good. Yeah. <clears throat> Same with why you asked me why Pittsburgh wants Doesn't to keep want to James deal. Washington. And that the announcer said that. You know, you've got now Claypool's hurt and you've got someone here that's viable. Yeah, that's what the announcers um, were saying. They said this is why we have four capable wide receivers. I know they were mentioning James wanting out, but they said, you know This is why we do it. This is why they have them. But the NFL as a whole right now, you looked at the teams, uh Arizona, their backup quarterback's Colt McCoy. He's a serviceable quarterback. Uh Chase Daniels is back up at San Diego now. I think Chase Daniels been in the NFL for 37 fucking years. I think he played with Roger Staubach. I bet he's played with more play, more people than Josh McCown. No. You don't think so? No, 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 no. I think Josh McCown played on 17 teams. You're probably right. Because I think uh, Chase Daniels spent most of his career in New Orleans, didn't he? He was a backup at New Orleans. He was a backup at Chicago. He was a backup at Detroit, maybe. And now he's at San Diego. But he's a good backup quarterback. You know, and he's made a damn good living being a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. But the Dallas Cowboys for McCown, he played on twelve teams. Yep. But, but the Dallas Cowboys have got Ben DiNucci or Garrett Gilbert. They're in trouble if Dak don't play. They need uh, six for Chase Daniels. Okay, but there are teams out there that got viable, good backup quarterbacks. And why the Dallas Cowboys spent. $45 million a year to keep Dak Prescott, they wouldn't go out and pay for someone like Mitch Trubisky as a backup. They did last year. They went and got Andy Dalton. Or get Gardner Minshew. Well, that's right. Well, he ain't been cut yet. He's not going to get cut. No. Fuck no. Make him a deal. Well, I don't think they'd trade him because I think uh, – what's his name knows that. They're a backup gonna, quarterback is very important. They're not going to sit Trevor Lawrence. You're right. So go get – unless an injury happens, go get Minshew. They don't want to trade him probably for that reason. He's cheap, too. Gordon Minshew's probably making a million and a half a year. Is he a fourth or fifth round draft pick or some shit? Right. So, you know, but that's that's what gets me with franchises. And Dallas is one of them. Dallas has always had a shitty backup quarterback. Gardner Minshew signed a four-year, $2.7 million contract. 
Okay. They're making 700 After being 000. selected in the sixth round of the NFL draft. Okay. Why would you get rid of him when he's making 800000 a year and he's a serviceable quarterback? This says 495000 for the 2019 season. Well, he got $2.8 million. I'm just 700000 a year is what it equals up to. He got a signing bonus. Right. So he's making a half million a year. Yeah. But not bad. You know, what, what's going to happen in New Orleans right now? Taysom. Taysom's going to be the starting quarterback over Jameis Winston. That's what I think. Hmm. I, have, I haven't watched her today. But that's another one. I mean, it's not fantasy football. You don't take your two good quarterbacks right off the bat. You're going to be fucked with one of those situations like that where you've, you if you draft Taysom, you got to draft Jameis. You got to draft Jameis. So now you got two roster spots to fill one position. Yeah. They play tonight against the Jaguars. Okay. That'll so, be a game I'd like to watch. Yeah. But there's a lot of that going on in the NFL right now. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of these two quarterback systems that are that are fucked. Mm-hmm. Denver. Are you going to get Teddy Bridgewater? You got Drew Locke. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you just pray that the coach comes out and tells you who it's going to be ahead of time. But San Francisco. I'm going to let you in on a secret, Jeff. <laughs> you don't have a clue. This I'm going to let real you good. in on a secret. Okay. If I feel good at quarterback, you're going to take Trey Lance. Trey Lance will be my third one. Yeah, well, I would too. That's good. That's a good pick. And then you problem same is, with Justin Fields. Problem? No, I don't think it's going to be Justin Fields this year. Problem is, you got to hold on to Trey Lance for a minimum of four weeks. You, you, you. I listened to one of them podcasts. I listened to the uh-huh. the fantasy football, and the same one you did, and it talks about that. It talks about these guys, and it names some guys from last year. That people dropped real fast. Who? I don't remember. And, it, and then they, they become relevant three or four weeks down. So right. if you're going to draft Trey Lance, you might as well plan on keeping him for a month so, or two because I mean, eventually he's going to be the starter if they're not winning. That, see, but they're in the same situation Chicago is. This is why I think Justin Fields is in the same boat. Both of those teams are in really good, really good divisions. So if they get behind and they start losing, they're going to make a change. The NFC West is way better than the NFC North. Not even close. You got Seattle, Arizona, who, I know, I, I know who the I've teams said, on there. who I've said, you know, probably. I did not go. know that Larry Fitzgerald wasn't playing football this year. I didn't either. Dude, did you, you see that? that? Yeah, I did not. Yeah, I saw the. He said he's just not ready for football. If someone comes calling, he he might play later. Well, To said he'd also come out. Well, Larry Fitzgerald has still. He's not been great, but he's been serviceable. So, I think the NFC West best division in football. Best division in football. The NFC North, you got the Packers and you got the Vikings. I don't think the Bears are going to do it this year, and I don't think that the Lions. The, the Lions, Lions are going to be the worst. Up. Lions and Texans might both be, if they played each other, there's a good chance it's going to be a tie. I'll tell you the easiest division in football. What's that? The NFC South. New Orleans is rebuilding. Atlanta's rebuilding. You got Tampa Bay, and you've got. Quit saying Tampa Bay. It's not like fucking dickhead calling. Or Carolina. Skip. Rebuilding. Oh, yeah. I agree with you on that. I'm just trying to think if the TV best. TB12 is going to run the NFC South. So the best... easiest division in football to win is the NFC South. See, I don't think the, a- the NFC West is the best division. Well, name a better one. Probably the AFC North. Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Depends on what you think. And Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati is better. Six, they'll be 6 and 11. Cincinnati is going to be is, is comparable to Arizona. 
You crack me up. Why, why is that? Arizona. Uh-huh. You got Cliff Kingsbury at the helm. <laughs> He's never won nowhere. You got Kyler Murray, who's they've committed to him being healthy this year. Kyler Murray is a really good – he's better than Joe Burrow, but not much better. Better than Joe Burrow. Not much. Anyway. Cincinnati has better receivers. Uh, DeAndre. Because I don't know what A.J. Green's going to be like and Christian Kirk. Do you know what Jamar Chase is going to be like? Right now he's dropping a lot of balls, but he looks like he's going. he should is be T. good. Is T. Higgins going to be T. He's Higgins a, from last year? Why Tyler, wouldn't he be? Tyler Boyd? They were fucking good. T. Higgins was good. I don't Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase. Joe Mixon's a better running back than Arizona has. Uh, and if Joe Burr continues to struggle, my hat's with. But it's not that. It's not that far off. I know it sounds far when you're listening. You're like, well, Arizona's got. It's not. They're not that much difference. Six and eleven. Okay. Cincinnati. Okay. Bungles. Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh's better than San Francisco. I don't know, Jeff. Ben's a whole lot better quarterback than Garoppolo is. Receivers are a lot better. Najee Harris looks like the real fucking deal. That's another one I want. And fucking Pittsburgh's defense is stout. San Francisco's got a good defense too, but I like Pittsburgh's defense better. They're comparable. Okay. Baltimore. I think Seattle's better than Baltimore. I hate Baltimore. I think Seattle's better than Baltimore. And then you've got... Cleveland. Cleveland. Who's the fourth in... The Rams. Rams might be good this year with Stafford. Stafford makes them better. Losing Cam Akers did not help them I think, any, but I running think, backs are a dime a dozen. I think so. L.A. is better than Cleveland. Well, I don't know about Who's that. Who's their receiver? For who? Cleveland. They got the LSU boys. They got Odell, Odell Beckham. Odell and, and um, Jarvis. Jarvis Landry. They've got two Odell, tight ends. is Odell coming off of ACL? I can't remember what they're on, but they're good. And they got fucking their running backs, Nick Chubb and fucking Kareem Hunt. They Oof. do have a good tandem of running backs. And their fucking defense is lights out. But you've got Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. First of all, you can't put a white guy in as a top Sure you can. No, you can't. Sure you can. No. Sure you can. No. If Cooper Cup is my first wide receiver, I'll be fine with it. He's a damn good receiver. Sanford, I mean, the Rams are a lot better football team with Matthew Stafford, and I'm not a big Matthew Stafford guy because he can fuck a game up in the fourth quarter better than anybody can. That's true. But that, but the Rams. I say the NFC West. I say the AFC North's better. I really do. I don't have any faith in Jimmy Garoppolo. No, I don't have any faith in Lamar. And I got no, ta- I got no faith in Cliff Kingsbury. You got the NFC least. Possibly. Are they going to be the worst conference this year? I don't think they will be. Uh, They're they, better than the NFC South. Well, outside the NFC South has, has the Super Bowl. O- outside of Tampa Bay, the NFC East teams are all better than anybody else in the South now. Mm. The Redskins. No, Philadelphia is awful. Awful. I mean, they are a franchise in trouble. Well, f- what makes you think that fucking it, Atlanta is not... The Giants. Mm, Atlanta know. is rebuilding with a 39-year-old quarterback. It's not good. I think he's 36, but that he's old. The AFC South is pretty. I mean, you got Tennessee and you got Indianapolis, depending on what Carson Wentz does. He's, coming, he's practicing today. Saw that. Him and Quentin Nelson both. But you got Jacksonville. I, they're going to be bad Where's again. Jacoby Brissett at? I don't know. And then who's the other one? Oh, the Houston Texans. Who knows? The Houston they're, Texans they're, are a huge question mark. 
That's a terrible team. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it that was be. funny. What they scrimmaged the Cowboys this week, and the Cowboy fans, oh, defense is looking good. Yeah, you could have fucking played Katie or Austin Westlake and got a better game probably than you got out of the Houston Texans. Then you got the AFC West: Chiefs, Raiders, San Diego, Los Angeles, or whoever, and Denver. And Denver. Yep. Hmm. The worst is, uh, I mean, the easiest to win is the NFC South. Who's your Super Bowl picks right now? Green Bay and Buffalo. Remember last year when I told you Buffalo was a pick? Do you remember that? You weren't far off. No, I told that was my. They went to the AFC Championship game. Um. Well, they've gotten so much better. God Almighty, they're good. Um. And I'm only saying Green Bay because I don't want to throw Tom Tom Brady back in there. But my gut says it could be, it could be Seattle. I'm going with. But right now, I say Green Bay and Buffalo. The Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> no. Um. I'm gonna take Buffalo. What a turnaround story that is. Oh, I'm telling you. I saw they me, were me and mom were talking about that, and I said, that's what, four years of being horrible and drafting good linemen, a good defense, and going out and hitting on a quarterback. Hitting on a quarterback is the key to that whole fucking deal. And, and he then trading he for Stephon Diggs. Yeah, a lot of pundits. I bet I bet dickhead. Uh, <clears throat> what's the guy that's on um, the ESPN draft show? Oh, Kuiper? Yeah, I bet Mel Kuiper saves a bust. I don't know. I'd, I'd be curious about that. Um my my NFC team, I go against Tom Brady every year because I just feel Father Time is going to catch his ass. They got such a good defense, but their defense is what beat Green Bay. It wasn't their offense because they, they they struggled. And then against Kansas City, they Kansas City. Did you see where only two of Kansas City's linemen from the Super Bowl are even on the roster anymore? Oh no, I didn't see that. Yeah, they, they, I mean they've completely rebuilt their whole line because everybody was hurt. For better or worse? For better. Oh. Their their line was horrible in the Super Bowl because everybody got hurt. They lost two players to injuries. That Duvenari doctor guy didn't play last year. Um, My NFC team, I just I don't think it's going to be Green Bay. And I think the AFC East is actually pretty weak. Buffalo, oh, New England, the Jets, and one Miami. more. Miami. I said them. Oh, Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. You said Buffalo, Buffalo first. Buffalo. Um, my NFC Super Bowl team. So, Buffalo, is, I think the I think the AFC East is a pretty easy division. Much also. as I hate to do it, because I can't stand them fuckers. It'd be the Rams. That's your dark horse. Yeah, just because man, I don't know if they'd even be a dark horse. Fuck, they got a, they got the best defensive player in football. They got the best defensive back in football. They got a solid quarterback now. I mean, they were in the Super Bowl two years ago with the same roster almost. Who's their running back, Daryl Henderson? The Rams, yeah. I mean, the Rams are hard to go against. They got, I mean, and they got a good defense. That's what wins. Let's see what he says. Get to get to the meat of it. 
Now everything's going to be slow. Josh Rosen, another one that's out of the league. Yeah. Boy, I bet they're glad they missed on that one. I never pulled for that kid when he said he didn't believe in God. He could have been a bust, though. And, I mean, he's only had, what, one good year last year? He had two. His rookie year, he was good, too. Was he? He's a matchup problem. Because he runs so much. Yeah. But but he's dangerous with him throwing the ball. Lamar Jackson just does not scare nobody throwing the ball. But he just he runs so good. This kid's got a cannon on him. Yep. This is what you can't teach. Huh. So, Anyways. So Kuiper was uh Kuiper was for him. No, well, that surprises me. Why? I just you just never know with him. But anyways, the kids turned out to be a I mean, and that's what you gotta do to be a good team. You gotta you gotta hit the quarterbacks. Look at look at the Dallas Cowboys. We're talking about underachieving. The Dallas Cowboys lucked into Tony Romo. Yeah. Dak Prescott they didn't want. They wanted uh Connor uh uh yeah. I know you're talking. The Michigan kid from State. Michigan State is who they wanted. He got drafted, so they took Dak Prescott. Dak they lucked into. Mm-hmm. They had a great offensive line, and that made Dak look so good his first year because he don't make a lot of mistakes. Dak's a smart quarterback. But they've done nothing with these quarterbacks. A free agent quarterback, a kid they get drafted in the fourth round or whatever he is, and they couldn't do nothing with the salary. And now they're at the point they got to start paying all the big money, so now you can start losing parts to them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't. You, in in Green Bay, you can't say much difference. They've only won one Super Bowl, but they've had a great quarterback for twenty years there. Boy, it's gonna be sad when that run ends because the odds of that ever happening again are zero. Oh, twenty years in a row of having good quarterbacks—that's pretty tough. Unless you get somebody like Tom Brady that plays for twenty. I years. mean, when did Favre start? Ninety. I don't even three ninety four. But I mean, they've had a quarterback like that for twenty something years since ninety three or ninety four. Yeah. How long has Aaron Rodgers been in the league? Oh five. Oh five, so sixteen years, I think. Good. Oh five or oh four. So they've had a. 20- he came out the same year Alex Smith did. So twenty five years. Maybe run. maybe oh four. So they've had twenty five years of a solid quarterback. Right. Have they had a losing season in them times? Oh, I'm sure. I think uh, I think Aaron Rodgers' first year. I think that they had a losing record. But twenty five years of a solid quarterback. That's just you take that for granted. Yeah. You know, like Pittsburgh, they went from from, they had Cordell Stewart, they had O Slash play for a little bit. Before Roethlisberger. But they was in the Super Bowl with somebody before Roethlisberger, and I can't think who the quarterback was. Oh five, Is what? When Rodgers was drafted. Okay, and how long before that did, did – did, when did Aaron Rodgers start – or when did Brett Favre start quarterbacking? Um, um, let me look. 92? 92 to 07? So – Aaron Rodgers started quarterback. I mean, Brett Favre started there about 94 then. No, it says 92. We have the first year he played for Atlanta. No, it says Green Bay Packers oh. quarterback, 92 okay. to 2007. Okay, so 92. Because in, in 08, he went to the Jets, and then 9 and 10, he was with So uh, 29 Vikings. years They've with had, having a solid quarterback. Not even, not, not 
Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. That's just that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think if there's ever been another franchise that's had that ever. If Andrew Luck played longer, you could have said the Colts. That possibly would, that they hit, they went from one to one hit to another hit, but it's but it's almost impossible. It don't happen very much. Um, We've got some good young quarterbacks in the NFL right now, but how many of them have followed up Hall of Fame quarterbacks in front of them? Uh, fuck, I mean, you can't say Mac Jones because him and and who knows what Mac Jones is even going to do. He looks like he's going to be a good one though. He but looks they, like he'll be but they went through a year last year. They didn't have that. Cam. And this year's going to probably be the same thing. Um, the Niners going from Montana to Young. That was that's but that was a lot. That didn't span over twenty nine years even. Right. And then they had Jeff Garcia, who was a good quarterback. He was decent. Yeah, I don't. Uh, but you know, now we're here towards the end of Rogers, and it's. It's who's next, right? You know, but 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 you go to um, the other NFL teams. Um, let me let me think for a minute. Pittsburgh. Who was there before Roethlisberger? Neil, not not Neil Lomax. He was the Cardinals. Uh, God dang it! It was Neil something. Would it have been? It was who the black fella. Slash played Cordell Stewart for a little bit, but there was somebody before Cordell Stewart that was there because they took him to Super Bowl. Neil O'Donnell maybe. They went to Super Bowl. Pittsburgh did, and they beat. They beat Seattle in the Super Bowl, I think. With Roethlisberger. Was he he was already there then when they beat Seattle? Yeah. I thought they beat Arizona with Roethlisberger. They Has did. he won two Super Bowls? Yeah. Okay. Tommy Maddox. Yeah, that see they had they didn't they went through the same Cordell changes. to Tommy to Roethlisberger. Yeah. See that that's what I mean. It's just almost impossible. Neil O'Donnell. Is the quarterback you were thinking? Oh, I'll tell you a team that had really good court. No, they they had to go between them two. Would have been the Giants. Giants went from Phil Sims. No, there were a couple. They went from Phil Sims. Did they go to Kurt Warner after Phil Sims? Warner was no. In there. Jeff Hostetler was there for a little bit. And then it was Kurt Warner, and then it was Eli Manning. And then the, you got the poor Jets. They can't fucking. They can't get a quarterback. No, they're fucking horrible. You know what? That's going to be two back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks, though. Who? Um, Kurt Warner to Eli Manning. Well, Kurt Warner was there for a year. He was there longer than that, wasn't he? One year, 2004. Oh, I didn't know that. You had Phil Simms, Dave Brown. I remember Dave Brown. Danny Cannell. I remember Danny Cannell. He's on ESPN now. Kent Graham, Kerry Collins for four years, Kurt Warner for a year, and then Eli for... However many. 16. Yeah, so it's just that's. I guess the last big. I guess Dan Marino followed up Bob Greasy maybe in Miami. That would have been too back to that would have been a long term deal probably. Unless there was a quarterback between Bob Greasy and Dan Marino. Now you got Tua. Um. Oh come on. Ten. Why does this only go to two thousand twelve? Give me a break. Dan Marino, uh, David Woodley. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, for three years, and, and then the, Bob it was Greasy. it was Greasy Woodley, then Marino. Okay, well, it don't matter anyways. It was Jay just, Fielder. But anyways, the Cowboys have have hit on back to back long term quarterbacks. Luck lucked into back lucked in, lucked into them and have done nothing with them. Yeah, I mean the salary thing is where you get your that's your big advantage. You've got to hit on these rookie these rookie deals. 
because these rookies now, what shit, Josh Allen, how can they afford to buy anybody else in Buffalo now? Jacoby Brissett is with the Dolphins. Speak he, of the devil. Who's the he's to his backup now? I guess so. Current team, Dolphins. He wears number 14, Jeff. Well, good. You can root for him next time they play. One year deal. For what, $2 million? Five. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Not a bad gig, Jeff. Not a bad gig. I don't understand why we don't have field goal kickers and punters that do the same job. I don't know. I don't know. Might be too much wear and tear. I mean, you think about it. If you got if you got if you got one guy that can do both, you pull a fucking hammy, they're out. Well, but if the- you but it but, but but what I'm saying is is if if the punter can kick and the kicker can punt and you've got two of them, one of them pulls a hammy, then you're not scrambling. Well, I know every time the, the kicker gets hurt and they use the punter to kick field goals, it usually don't work out real well. Doesn't work out too but well. But you'd think that wouldn't be that big a deal. Different different skill sets, Jeff. Different skill sets. Well, we are one week away from football. This week. Five days away from our first draft, Jeff. You'll know. I'm going to set the tone early. I'm setting the tone early here. Yeah, I hope you take quarterback in that league first round. Why would I? You never Jeff, know. Some, I think somebody took Mahomes last year in the first round. Do you think that the GOAT would have a brain fart like that? Yes. I mean, really, yes. honestly. As many years as I've been doing this and as much knowledge as I have, you really think I'm going to fuck around and do that? You never know, Andy. I know. Desperate times. I'm not desperate at all. You'll I, know. When we walk out of that draft and I got a little swag, uh, it ain't going to be because of the vodka tonic. Isn't it, isn't it everything judged on what you've done now? Isn't that how we go by stuff, what you've done lately? Mm-hmm. You were in two leagues last year. What was your combined record? The, I look at the aggregate. Actually, I was in three leagues. Were you? And I sucked ass in Trevor's. Yeah, I did too. I, it was too depth. It was too complex for me. Well, the waiver wires never closed. So, like, it was just you no, pick people up. picking shit people up Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So, that was tough. Yeah. I've, three, found, I've realized. Three too long. Too many leagues. Three's, three's a lot. Do you listen to Jamie Eisen and them? No. You don't listen to the guys on CBS? Oh, CBS? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ain't it yes. Jamie Eisenberg? Yes. Some of those guys are like they're in hundred leagues. Yeah. I don't even know how they keep up with that shit. I don't know how they do it. It it's it's if I was in any more leagues, my wife between the podcast and hunting season and fantasy football all being at the same time, she might leave me. No, she's not. Because the all three of them together, they take up a lot of time. So Two, I've realized two's my number, Jeff. Oh, I got two. I don't want to be in three leagues and half-ass it in all of them when I can be in two and win them both. I'm worried about y'all's parenting skills again. Oh, we had Jesus. another issue yesterday. First, your son needed to know if y'all needed some alone time. Dad, do y'all need some alone time? No. Hey, that's what he said. Okay, go ahead. Did he not say that? Yes. The exact words were, Dad, do y'all need some alone time? Then, mm-hmm. yesterday, Jamison is standing on the deck of the pool Turn around, look back at him. He's got his pants pulled down. He's pissing in the pool. Not while he's in the pool, from the deck into the pool. What does it matter? I'm like, what are you it all doing? ends up in the same place. <laughs> My God, about it. I told Michelle, I said, we cannot ever call anybody else's grandkids rednecks ever again now. I mean, you know, when you got to go, you got to go. Well, he went. Does their stream make you jealous? All the time. He peed in the backyard the other night, and that sucker was above his head, and I thought, man, I wish I could pee with that much pressure again. He did that the other day. He, like, arched his back a little bit, and it was, like, over his head. So, Jesse, look at that little hillbilly boy. Just peeing in our front yard. If you think you're jealous now and you're 33 years old, 
You wait till you get to be 53 years old. Can't I'd even, give anything to be able to pee like that again. Can't even get through an hour and a half podcast without needing to piss twice. I peed before we went, and I peed during the middle of it. I don't. Since I had surgery, I don't have to go at nighttime like I used to. I used to get, I have to get. I used to get up two, three times a week. Since I've lost weight, I don't. So I don't it's better. Pee. I don't pee at night. I refuse. I peed. I you, peed you last. You fight it off. Yes, I peed last night and I almost couldn't go back to sleep. I almost got up at four o'clock this morning just because I couldn't go to sleep. I'll, I'll fight it off, big time at nighttime. Or I don't no more. I don't have to go at night anymore, hardly at all. Surgery. It's amazing how much losing weight has helped me on other, so many other different things. So if you're out there and you're a fat ass, seriously, fat seriously. Contemplate getting that surgery. No, I'm telling you as a friend that you need, if you can do it and you can afford to do it, man, it's it's made so much better in my life. I'm really glad I did that, and I wish everyone would do it. I wish I'm you, getting close to 100 pounds. You need to start working out. I do. You're right. I need to start. I need to get me an exercise bike. I was going to get a Peloton. I need to get an exercise. I need to start lifting some weights. As much as I hate that, I hated lifting weights in high school. Why? Fucking, it's the most miserable thing in the world. What? I'd rather get my pubic hairs plucked out than lift weights. I love lifting weights. I hated it. Fuck, it was no fun. <laughs> Why do you hate lifting but, weights? Because I used to always try to be with the stronger guys, so I'd get in a, strong, a group of guys who were a whole lot stronger than me, and it fucking was miserable. Well, that's how you get better. I don't, I don't think I ever got better. I just hated it more. You I've ne- never liked lifting weights. Never. In, in all seriousness, you need to get... This is what we have. It's the Beachbody on Demand app, and you need to do P90X3. It's 30 minutes is all it is. It's it that's I mean it, it goes by in such a hurry. I, I do need to do some stuff like that. I've got to start doing that, and I'm going to do that. 30 minutes but is all that it is. And really, when you count up, because you warm up for five minutes and you cool down for five minutes, so really, it's like a 20 minute workout. Well, this just, the, just, the Pelotons are. I just don't want to lift weights. Well, do your Peloton. $2,500, Jeff. No. I'm thinking about buying me one. Look at that. And 39 months, 0% APR. I'm thinking about buying me one. Or you can go for the $3,000 one, and you can get a water bottle. <laughs> you can get some shoes, some biking shoes, maybe a foam roller. $76 a month, 39 months, 0% APR. See now I'm gonna get on, get on buy me a Peloton today and I have it delivered next week and then I, I really I'm I, I want to I was gonna buy one and I didn't and then I should have bought one and I didn't and now I need to buy one and I haven't. But lifting weights is no fun at all. Then don't lift weights if you're gonna hate it the whole time or do it. I just never liked lifting weights. You guys used to love it. I remember I couldn't wait to get to where I could bench 300 pounds. Man, oh, that was my big it. thing. I got to 300 pounds and then I've got to fucking start working out with everybody that benches 300 pounds every day. Thought fuck that sucked. Them fuckers are mooses, you know. This tonal thing looks cool to me. The what? Tonal. It's like a mirror, but like. Fat guys don't like seeing themselves in the mirror. I don't. Well, no, 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 no. The, your workouts are right there. Oh. They're like in that. I'll pull it over here. Your workouts are in that mirror. So like you just follow what they do. And somehow through like some magic sorcery, these adjust so like you can uh, that's way too complex you can for put me. your weights on it yeah that's that's not so my, if you want that 20 pounds of resistance you punch it in and you got yeah, 20 pounds of resistance way too much fucking technology shit for me i don't know it seems i'd have that cool. thing all fucked up in my house there'd be no way somebody's come off the wall the first time nope full body weights no nope. lift up to 200 pounds i can do that now in one pound increments yeah but you can't do it repeatedly well, no. I could do it once. 
I squat two, over 200 pounds every time I take a dump. 30 minutes a day. It's all you need. Yeah. Well, I do need to do some weightlifting and stuff, and, and that's going to be my next thing. After hunting season. No, 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 no. I'm going to do this while hunting season's going on. Ooh. I don't know where you have the energy, Jeff. Well, Andy, you know. Now that now that you've got this new lease on life, you're just living it up. Well, I'm not living it up, but I'm living. I'm going to tell you what. If I want to have as much fun in my 50s as you're supposed to have in 50s. How much fun are you supposed to have in your 50s? I don't know. A lot of Is people. Is there a number No, but you're I chasing? Got, no, but I got a lot of friends of mine that I've noticed are really slowing down on shit, and I don't understand that. And then I got a lot of them that go, 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 go. And that's what I want to do. Is that's go. the old school 50. Well, I don't want to be when the old school When you were a kid in 50, 50 was like. Oh, fucking people were old. He's 50. Yeah. Like nursing homes. I want to. My dad was very active up until the last couple of years of his life. Uh-huh. And, and I want to be able to. I want to go and go do things. I want to go see things. I want to go do things. I want to, you know, and, and I, I don't know. I just, I plan on being here. I told you I'm going to live till I'm 88. So I got 35 more years. I'm going to try to get as much of it out of it as I can. You know, you I think got, we'll have flying cars by then? <laughs> we have flying cars now. Did you know your dumbass uncle what he wants to buy? A plane or something. Right? He wants to buy a parachute plane that flies. He's oh, all yeah, he set on it. Me. He's a, he would. We called him the other day, so <laughs> I called and talked to the people about it. And I said, "Yeah." I said, "I got my brother wants to do that." I said, "He weighs three sixty. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, oh, well, well, he need one that's got 40 horsepowers or 400 horsepowers or something and tells how much it costs and shit. He goes, well, I have one he could come wear. I said, well, he don't really weigh 360. I just was making sure because he's like, oh, yeah, we got him. Set. Two people can ride it at once. Tony's like, oh, yeah, there is no way I'm fucking riding in a fucking parachute plane with Tony. I tell you what I'm ready for. What's that? Self-driving cars. Why? <sighs> they have them now. They wreck all the time. They are not that bad. That, that's only because not every car on the road is self-driving. If all these cars communicated with one another, then it's, there would be no wrecks because the car in front of you and behind you would know you're merging right. You know what the biggest problem is? What? The biggest problem is is that emergency vehicles. Hmm. Tesla does not take into account that there's emergency vehicles on the road. I saw. Well, the emergency vehicle should have its own, own lane on the highway. That's what it'll be when Tesla takes over. But have you seen the, t- the Tesla pickup? Yeah, I have. It's a sharp-looking truck. And it's not that expensive. How much is it? Like 50 grand. Where are you going to charge a motherfucker up at in the field? Well, when Jeff, you you're going to have to get a charger. You're going to have to take care of some shit before you leave the house. How far? What's the range on it? I'll look it up right now. But it is slick-looking. The cyber truck. Whew. Whew. Let's look. We can order it now. It's only $100 if you feel like putting a down payment on it. Now, we went through all that shit with the last thing I bought like that. Look at that. Out of the fucking movies. I haven't seen one yet anywhere. They're, they're, not, not, they're not ready yet, Jeff. No. That <laughs> looks fucking horrible. It does look so bad in the movies, they're getting the They're getting the bulletproof glass uh, situated because when they did the... Why, why do you need bulletproof vest? I mean, glass? Did you not read, not too long ago, a six and an eight-year-old, their dad got shot right in front of them. They had to pull their vehicle off safety. Look at that trailer. Can you imagine decoys in that thing? <laughs> I can put my side-by-side side back in there. It's also going to be electric. Look at that. Look at that interior. It's gorgeous. So do you drive this or does it drive itself? Uh, it's ten grand more for the self-driving. Oh, see, I'd want to drive it myself anyways. What's the speed on it? 
Oh, Jeff, zero to 60 in less than six seconds. That's on the single motor. You can get the tri-motor because I don't fuck around. That's what I would do. Zero to 60 in less than three seconds. Tri-motor, so it's got three motors on it? All-wheel drive also, Jeff, all the time. 500 miles Yep. without changing the gas. Yep. Or putting it. How, how long does it take to, to charge it up on it? Now, that I don't know. You're probably looking at it all night. Okay, so let me tell you something. This right here is playing right into China's hand. Why? Because they're going to own all the fucking lithium now that they're going to take over Afghanistan. Well, Jeff, I didn't Have you not been listening to your Q people tell you all this stuff? No. And it's got 14,000-pound towing capacity. Autopilot, you know. This is, the, this is the future, Jeff. Let's order now. You put your credit card in there and order you want. I'm not putting my, my wife would have a fit. I think it's I think it's fifty thousand dollars, maybe sixty. Why are you scared of your wife? Uh what's that say right there? Single motor, what is it? Thirty nine thousand. Not bad. Forty nine thousand for the dual, seventy thousand for the tri, and an extra ten K for full self driving. It's the hundred dollars is full you can pay Apple Pay. Eighty do Apple Pay. I don't have my phone with me right now, I do it. It's See if you didn't hear me say, well, I, your mom would kill me if I bought that. It's a bad time of the month, Jeff. So why would you do that? Why would you say that? Ah, it's just, you know, credit card's coming, dude. Huh? I'm not going to. Are you going to order you one of them? Fuck no. Why? Not for $70,000. Are you fixing to buy you another vehicle? I am. What are you fixing to buy? The 21 Ford. When are you, Have you found one yet? I found what I want, but it's, the, when the 22s come out, 21's price drives down. Common I saw, I read today that uh, they think there's fixed to be a big real estate crunch. It's fixing to fall, prices are going to fall way down. Good, because I'm looking at buying real estate also. Well, I understand that. So you're looking at buying a house in the mountains. That's right. Angel Fire? Yep. Condo or a house? Condo. Condo. Jeff, we're going to rent that baby out. Tony. Um, Hand over fist. Tony called about buying one too. Well, fucking, you better. I, wait for the crash. They always talk about me being a world fucking traveler, and these goddamn fucking Donald Trumps of Stanfield hunting is Andy and Tony. These are investments, Jeff. Yeah. I'm not just pissing my money away at a resort in Mexico. I'm getting something for my money. <laughs> making money, Jeff. I'm making memories. Making, well, when I get to be your age, I'll make some memories. But right now, I'm all about making money. When you get to be 53 years old and you got a good-looking wife like I do and you can see her naked in Mexico, you do that. Ain't Hopefully, you? I'll have three or four houses by then. One in Vail. In that's, Vail where you, that's where you make your money. Is that what it is? I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Well, I probably won't get invited ever to go to the condo. So you can matter. go to the one in Angel Fire, well, not be, the one in Vale. That'd be nice of you. Tony buys one. I can go see both of y'all. Y'all to be neighbors. You never know. You never know. But we are. You know, our mortgages. You know, we've our house is paid off. All of our vehicles are paid off. So I mean, I'm going to tell you right now. You got to invest, Jeff. It takes money to make money. You, you and Jesse, for a 33 year old couple. Yep. To have all of your stuff paid off, I'm very proud of y'all for that. I really am because that speaks highly, very, very that speaks volumes of the way y'all do stuff. Jesse's a tight ass. You've become a tight ass. Y'all have nice things. Your kids don't go without because me and mom make sure they do. If they need something, we make sure. If y'all don't, they're gonna get it from us. But y'all are y'all are done really well, and I'm proud of y'all. And I don't worry about that. I can honestly say I've got three kids, and I don't worry about y'all doing without. Your youngest fucking brother is wanting to buy a fucking motorcycle now, and I'm well, absolutely against that. He's single, and he's making money, so. I'm still against it. Um, but you don't kind of say so I have in it? None. That's exactly right. There was something that was really interesting the other day. It says, when you have the money, it makes parenting harder. It makes saying no harder. Because it all, it's all discretion-based. If your kid wants something at Dollar General, and you're going to do your best to get milk and eggs, 
No means no. We can't fucking afford it. Put the shit back. But when you have the money and the kid wants it, it becomes harder to say no because, you know, it, you can buy it. I mean, it's all a, it's all at your discretion on what you're going to let them have. So that's why your mom and your kids always say yes to. Well, it, yeah, partly, but it's just, I mean, no means no if, if you know that if you're going to get this, it's going to put you in the red. But if you've got the, the money, it, it's a lot harder to say no. I saw some real disappointment in your mom's eyes today. Why? <laughs> she tells me this morning. I'm I'm watching TV. I'm on the laptop. <laughs> she comes in there. She goes. Phew. She goes. I get. I give her cash every time I go to the casino. I always give mom money. She goes here. She goes. I'm gonna give you back the cash you give me the last couple of times. I wanna buy this. She's Your like, piggy bank. Care. You're acting as her piggy bank now. No, no. She's I give, giving you the I money give, back I, to was, hold it for. No, no, no. She was gonna just put it on a credit card. Oh. And. So she goes, I'm going to put it on the Discover card. And here, I'm just going to pay cash. You can just go down and pay it off. That's fine because I would have you said yes and not gotten any money out of it at all. So I'm like, okay, good. She goes, yep. She goes, Nordstrom's is going out of business. And she goes, they're selling all their Louis Vuittons for 90% off. Oh, yeah. She showed, she sent Jesse that. Okay. So she's all excited. She goes, that clutch that costs $1,200, they have for $200. She goes, they got bag that I want that's normally $1,800 for $320. I go, well, are you going to buy both? She goes, well, yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> it's okay. So she, there now, I hear she's like, she's like, son of a bitch. Yeah. I go, what? She goes, they're fakes. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, that's why you was going to buy $3,100 worth of fucking uh, Louis Vuitton stuff for under $400. They would have been so happy, too, because Jesse was also looking at it. I had Jesse's birthday present done. You're six to buy her Louis Vuitton. Fuck yeah, I was gonna buy her two. <laughs> she was, she was. Mom she was five hundred dollars in bags. Yeah, mom was all. Well, she was all excited, and she's like, "I'm gonna buy me a new clutch." And she goes, "I have one." She goes, "I'm gonna let Dylan will be so happy to get my old clutch." Well, yeah, every fucking kid in first grade needs a Louis Vuitton clutch. Yeah, she a, doesn't have a cell phone, does she, Dylan? She says she does. I don't think she does. I don't think she does either. Me and Reese were going over that. Oh, because Reese is already wanting one now? Well, well he of course like, he does. He was like, Dylan has a cell phone. I'm like, I don't care what Dylan has. Yeah. You're not getting a cell phone in the first grade. No. I think her mom has an old phone that she plays on. Which is what we have. Yes. For the boys. But, yeah, he was like, I, I, she just she has one, Dad. I'm like, well, I was thinking, have you seen it, Reese? Well, at Christmas, they got a deal going on. I was going to buy them all, all the grandkids' cell phones this year. No. You'll be race, wasting your money. No, I'm not I'm not doing that shit. I've got three phones that I bought for three boys that fucking don't ever answer the motherfuckers anyways. This is about probably going to be the last year out of this one. So you're getting on your own plan or you're just getting a new phone? I'm just going to be getting a new phone. Okay. Because Payne has not volunteered to get his own plan either. I'm a company man, Jeff. Well, you are. And that's what... Uh, I'm a company man. He brung that up last time. He wanted a new $1,000, $1,100 phone. Mm-hmm. I said, well, Andy's getting one, too. Well, he's married. Why Why is he getting one? I said, because he works. It's a, it's a company phone. I'm paying his damn bill. Well, I said, you don't work for us. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't understand why that's a problem. Said, of course you don't. I run the company's Instagram. I run the company's Facebook. I, I don't have a problem with you getting I, a new I'm, phone. Listen. He can listen to this, and I'll, I'll justify it to him. He can't listen to podcasts. I'll bet Peyton has never listened to one of our podcasts. Probably not. Because I even asked him, I said, you don't ever just want to hear our voices or something? No. He's going to hear a lot of my voice here in the next month because I got a big plan coming out. 
that I'll let you peasants in on hopefully soon. That paint's helping you work on? Yep. Okay. Is this so, going to cost me a lot of money? I don't know. Okay. If if pain can do it, no. <laughs> this was scary. All right, let's get off the phone. I got stuff to do today. It's a busy day here. We got uh, two more podcasts this week. We've got a public hunter from New Hampshire going to be on with us, and we've got a gentleman from Delta Waterfowl talking about all the the birds and conditions and everything else. Uh, thank y'all. Enjoy your last full week of the worst month of the year in August. See, I like August. August don't bother me. I like August a lot more than I do March and April because everything's ratcheting up. Yes. Yes, I'm. I'm. August is not a bad. August, as you can see, the end of the light, the light at the end of the tunnel. Like I'm kind of like we got drafts this weekend. We got drafts the next two weekends. Dove season's kicking up. Like I'm excited. March is the most miserable month. There's nothing yeah. to do. There's no storm chasing. There's nothing. Yeah. So this week I'm 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 pretty excited. Next two weeks I'll be excited, and then you kind of get into the middle of the shit, and you're like, ooh, what did I sign up for again? Can't wait to walk in that door the first morning about 5.30 and y'all got breakfast ready for the dove hunters. I got to go wake everybody up. All right. Thank y'all for listening to us. God bless you. Remember, our giveaway is coming out. September 6th. So you better go get entered into it. And tomorrow I will have a way for you to have bonus entries. So be looking for that. See ya. God bless. Bye. Check out all of our sponsors. It's hunting season coming up. Check out Shin Gear, Waiters, Pacific Calls, Dive Bomb Industries, Boss Shot Shells, Dirty Duck Coffee, Lucky Duck, Looking Glass Duck Club, Gundog Outdoors, Goose Creek Retrievers, Bangtail Whiskey, Eyesight Drone Service, and Stanford Hunt Not Finished.